boys and girls, this is Coach Phil Houston of the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast, and we are here on a beautiful Tuesday in November. Uh, and I, we've got two days till Thanksgiving, so I'm going to cover a topic that's near and dear to everybody's heart around Thanksgiving. But first, a little housekeeping. If you're listening to us on iTunes, drop us a five-star rating if you would, so you people know some value here. And uh, if you're watching us on, your, on the YouTube channel, give us a thumbs up, leave us comments, say hi, let us know you're listening. Uh, right to today's topic, the title of this one is called Tryptophan and the real reason your uncle falls asleep every Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving in the U.S. here is two days away. Pretty exciting time for us. We like to step back and give some thanks and really be appreciative and grateful for all the things that are in our lives, all the people that are in our lives, all the important things in our lives. So on this day each year, we gather together with our loved ones and other people we can't stand um, to give thanks for the fact that the Pilgrims built the first casino on Plymouth Rock and gave it to the Indians. That's, that's not it. Oh, wow, my history book's really messed up. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but anyway, we're here to give thanks, so let's get right to it. In all seriousness, though, all families all across America will be giving thanks for their blessings in the best way we, we Americans know how, by overeating. Uh, for most of those families, a staple of this traditional meal is turkey, along with all the trimmings, mashed potatoes, yams, stuffing, cranberry, chutney, jam sauce, whatever you make, a vegetable or two that will largely be ignored, and some fresh big rolls or bread. It really makes for a scrumptious holiday feast, which shortly thereafter devolves into the holiday snore fest as engorged relatives flop into chairs and almost immediately fall asleep. And there's always the one uncle, you know who he is, he falls asleep with a death grip on the remote right after he changed the channel to some PBS news show. There's football, there's basketball, there's Christmas specials taking place, and all he wants to watch is some boring, pasty old goofball in a bad suit talk about the war and, I don't know, umbrella stand, wherever. But I digress. So what exactly is it about Thanksgiving dinner that, you know, encourages mass napping shortly thereafter? Many people blame a tryptophan rush, and it turns out that that's not really fair. Um, the real culprits are more likely to be the massive overeating and the cocktails involved in the celebration and what you're actually eating. But let's look at tryptophan for a minute. We'll get to the bottom of your post-meal sleepy time shortly. Tryptophan is one of the nine essential amino acids. That means it's not produced in the body and must be acquired in the food we eat. Tryptophan is important because it plays a role in protein biosynthesis. since protein Proteins are the second largest component of muscle. Water's the largest. Getting enough protein is cru crucial, especially if you want them gains, right? Um, so it's also, um, tryptophan is also the precursor to two really important substances in the body, serotonin and melatonin. You definitely want tryptophan working to produce these two hormones. They're really important. Serotonin is a critical neurotransmitter produced in both the gut and the brain from tryptophan hydroxylase. 90% of your serotonin exists in the enteric nervous system in the gastrointestinal tract, in cells that are called enterochromatin cells. Serotonin is known as the key to all to feelings of well-being and happiness, but it plays a lot of other roles. It's involved in digestion, cognition, sensory motor function, bone mass regulation, organ development, and sleep. So serotonin is really critical. Um, low levels of serotonin have been connected to everything from uh, digestive discomfort, uh, all the way up to, to a penchant for suicide and depression and anxiety. That hasn't been totally proven yet, but we've got a lot of evidence indicating that. Um, melatonin, on the other hand, is a sleep hormone. It's involved in circadian rhythms or the sleep-wake cycle, blood pressure regulation, it boosts the immune system, and it's a powerful antioxidant. Melatonin can be found in foods, including some fruits, but most notably in olive oil, wine, and beer. We're going to talk more about those in just a minute. Uh, niacin or vitamin B3 is also synthesized from tryptophan. Uh, so tryptophan is a really useful compound for sure. What it isn't, however, is the entire reason that your Thanksgiving feast leads to so much napping and snoring and maybe even some drooling. 
you know, you all have the one ant that drools a little bit. You got to wipe it up. You know how it goes. Uh, it's gotten a really bad rap over the years, but it might not be fair. So Thanksgiving feasts tend to be heavy on the starchy sugar, potatoes, stuffing, yams, cranberries, bread, pies, whipped cream, and all the other yummy stuff that goes with the bird and comes after the bird. Eating carbohydrates, especially the starchy or sugary types, can cause a temporary spike and then a drop in your blood sugar. When that happens, you get sleepy. Add to that the all-day snacking on foods like cheese and beverages like beer and wine, all high in things like uh, tryptophan, melatonin, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and you got a perfect storm for chair-bound, chair, chair remote-gripping sleep. I haven't practiced that line, by the way. Um, activity matters, too. There are families that take their football, cornhole, or some other sport activity really seriously and they make it a tradition, but a lot of them take their inactivity very seriously as well. This maximizes the potential of a post-meal slump on comfy chairs. Um, so what about tryptophan then? Is it off the hook? Yeah, not quite. Tryptophan is found in a number of Thanksgiving-ish foods. However, contrary to popular belief, turkey has no more tryptophan than chicken. And I've never heard anybody complaining about a tryptophan-induced drowsiness after eating their chicken breasts. So here's a list of some common foods that have tryptophan. And the grams of tryptophan per 100 grams of food that are in them. Atlantic cod has 0.70 grams per 100 grams. Chocolate, 0.19 to 0.85 grams, depending on the type. Parmesan cheese, 0.56 grams. Cheddar cheese, 0.32 grams. Pork chop, 0.25 grams. Turkey, 0.24. Chicken, 0.24. About the same. Beef, 0.23. Again, about the same. Salmon, 0.22. Eggs, 0.17. Milk, 0.08. And russet potatoes, 0.02. So tryptophan is in a lot of different foods. And it'd be really easy for us to blame it for all a whole bunch of stuff. But the reality of it is it's in your everyday diet, not just on Thanksgiving. Tryptophan is metabolized in the body with the help of, the, of gastrointestinal microbiota. So the, your gut bacteria helps you uh, meta metabolize tryptophan. The bacteria Clostridium sporogenes metabolizes into a compound called 3-indolopropionic acid. I'll say it again. 3-indolopropionic acid, or IPA. That's much easier to remember, especially if you're a beer drinker. IPA is a highly potent neuroprotective antioxidant. So check this out. IPA is excellent at, at scavenging hydroxyl radicals. These rascals are highly reactive and can do damage to all kinds of molecules. Hydroxyl radicals can cause mutations to nucleic acids and make a mess of fat cells, and not in a good way. It'd be cool if they would just kick some ass and get them out, but it doesn't work. So by kicking butt on this particular free radical, IPA helped prevent cerebral ischemia, Alzheimer's, and neurological autoimmune, autoimmune diseases. So we really want IPA floating around up in our brain. Some of us want IPA floating around in a nice glass, but you know this particular one, we want floating around up in our brain. Serotonin, melatonin, niacin, and a killer antioxidant for the brain. Yeah, tryptophan has even been tested as an antidepressant, a sleep aid, and an anxiolytic, excuse me, uh, meaning a compound that reduces anxiety. That's what that means. Some European countries still market it as a treatment for major depression. Um, been a lot of proof about that not being really effective. I'm going to go into that in just a minute. So would including more tryptophan-laden foods help you sleep better, be less anxious, and avoid depression? Unlikely. Studies have shown that dietary changes don't increase blood levels of tryptophan. Why not, you might ask. It seems like it would make sense. It seems the transport system that brings tryptophan into the brain is, it, is the one that's at fault. Since it also transports other amino acids contained in protein foods across the blood-brain barrier, and since these amino, neutral amino acids are also large, they take up space during transport, 
preventing the plasma concentration of tryptophan from boosting levels in the brain. It's amino acid competition at the blood-brain barrier. So there's evidence that supplementation with purified tryptophan can increase blood levels as well as levels in the brain. However, their effectiveness has been shown to be lower than that of the commonly used antidepressants. So things that are normally available as antidepressants do a much better job of, of reducing depression than purified tryptophan. In, 2000, in a 2001 review of tryptophan on depression, only two out of 64 studies reviewed showed tryptophan as more effective than even placebos. In these cases, the author stated that the evidence of, was of insufficient quality to be conclusive and noted that because alternative antidepressants exist, which have been proven to be effective and safe, the clinical usefulness of 5-HTP, which is serotonin, and tryptophan is limited at present. And that was a pretty big study. So there is one way in which tryptophan might cause your post cause your post-Thanksgiving feast nap time, but it really has more to do with carbohydrates than it does turkey. Here's how it works. Step one, you eat the big meal with all the trimmings, you know, all the carby goodness. Two, insulin is released to deal with the elevated blood sugar. Step three, insulin stimulates branch chain amino acids to be taken up into muscles. Tryptophan is not among them. So blood concentrations of tryptophan rise significantly. Four, there's less competition at the blood-brain barrier resulting in higher uptake levels of tryptophan into the cerebrospinal fluid. Step five, tryptophan is converted into serotonin and then on to melatonin. Step six, melatonin makes you sleepy. So you wanna blame somebody for your post-feast post nap. It might be the melatonin that's kicking into your brain as a result of the lack of competition at your blood-brain barrier. I told you boys and girls, competition is good for us. Just kidding. Postprandial somnolence or your post-feast nappy time is actually the result of your heavy meal with all the carbohydrates. Tryptophan is kind of a victim here, really, not really the perpetrator. So on Thanksgiving, when you're nodding off in the chair in front of the TV, don't blame it on a tryptophan, at least not directly. Blame it on the stuffing, the potatoes, the yams, and all the other carby goodness you enjoyed. And wake up your uncle, get the remote, and put the football game on already. That's it for today, folks. Keep the faith and keep after it. You know where to find me on the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast at CoachPhilHouston.com, my website, on Instagram, at CoachPhilHouston, and on Twitter, at PhilHouston. This has been the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast, and we are out.